0: Hi, I'm Jason Mefford, a recovering CPA and edutainer. And I'm Brad Miller, lawyer and coach, and we are walking a spiritual path. Many
1: professionals are searching for something greater than themselves. Through this podcast, we are exploring what it means to be a spiritual professional in an analytical, evidence-based
0: world. So whether you're into yoga, meditation, crystals, or are merely curious about what else is out there, join us as we discuss our journeys and break the stigma around professionals who woo and the myths around what it means to be spiritual. Hey everybody. I'm Jason Mefford and Brad Miller is with me. Cause we are starting to do something new and different for both of us. And, uh, so we're just going to start having a conversation. We don't know exactly where this is going to go and what you're going to find out as you start listening to this podcast that we're creating together. We, we don't know exactly where it's going as we're recording this first episode. We don't even know what the name of the podcast is, but we know we've just got to start recording something. So here we go. So it'll get more formal as as we get going uh, forward. But we we thought, especially in this first episode, it would be helpful for you to maybe just understand a little bit about who we are and kind of why we're looking at doing this. Right. And I know, so, so I'll, Brad, I'll let you kind of take it away because I know you reached out to me a couple months ago. We've known each other for, I don't know, a year and a half, two years, at least probably something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And you reached out with, with this idea. And so let's just, you know, maybe start, start talking about that and a little bit about, you know who we are and why we're doing this and what it is that we're trying uh the messages that we're trying to get out there and and how we're trying to help people.
1: Okay. So, um as Jason said, my name is Brad Miller. I am a lawyer. Um you know, lawyer jokes and everything you get those out of the way now. Oh, I'm, um, there's going
0: to be plenty of lawyer jokes. I'm sure there's right probably i me. Will. I'm,
1: I'm I'm sure they will, and that's fine. Well, that's we'll, all right. We'll you do. can
0: you can do accountant CPA jokes too to me. So
1: I, I I don't really know any CPA jokes. They're just too dull dull and boring. So <laughs> I, I, yeah. there's one right there. There you go. But um, but anyway, so I'm a lawyer. I also um kind of work with other lawyers, helping them with their law practices. Uh, particularly um, solo and small firm lawyers, and through the course of helping other lawyers in particular, um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people out there that try to help, but a lot of it I feel is superficial it's like, Oh, I can help you get more clients and I can help you do this and that with your law practice and be a better lawyer and stuff. And, and all that's great. But I really feel that if you really want to change your practice, if you are up against a wall and you're looking to kind of get beyond that, take that next step, that those changes really need to come from inside, Um, you know, the change has to come from within. And, and so, one of the kind of reasons why I wanted to do this podcast is to provide an opportunity um, to to talk about some of those things inside um, to talk about maybe some of the things that uh, we as professionals whether we're lawyers or accountants or engineers or doctors or whatever it might be that we are, maybe a little hesitant to talk about Um, maybe we've had some inklings about something and and we can talk about inklings a little bit here um, later Um, but you know maybe we we don't really agree with the way that everything else is, is going right now and so just to be able to open up conversation and talk about you know what what some of this stuff might be happening in your head and um that's a long-winded way of of kind of saying that uh hopefully uh you know as a professional you can enjoy it and really appreciate this opportunity and um again like jason said we're just kind of going from the hip here with this so um I'll, I'll let him introduce himself quickly and i'll gauge my get my thoughts down and we can uh can run from there with it but
0: well, yeah, because I mean, I think, you know, similar to you, I've I've worked a lot. I mean, I was, I was an auditor in charge of risk management, audit, ethics, compliance, I mean, really sexy, fun stuff in corporations. Um, I've helped, you know, a lot of people for a long time in those executive roles. And, and I think, you know, again, Brad, as you and I talked, we, we both come from professions and so the people that are listening right if if you kind of think about there's a lot of professions where you're kind of expected to be one way right it, it's like well if you're a lawyer you've got to act this way you've got to dress this way you've yeah, got to you talk have to act this, like a
1: lawyer you got to
0: talk this way you've got to believe certain things right and so you know again whether you're a professional it's you know an accountant cpa lawyer engineer doctor uh scientific person, right? There's a lot of these professions that we get into where we're taught to be very analytical, we're taught to think, we're taught to reason our way through everything, right? I mean, that's what we're taught from a vocation perspective. And so the problem is that we end up getting trained that way and we start bringing everything (laughs) that we do in using that those same kinds of tools and the problem is there's a lot of things in life right where we may have these inklings or these these uh spidey senses this intuition gut feelings feelings, right that are telling us that no that's not really the way we should do it and a lot of times we suppress those because we think well we're crazy if we think that or if we (laughs) rely on our intuition and we're going to do another episode about intuition but but what i found is for myself and with working with other people when you spend all day like worrying about risk and thinking negative and and overthinking and being in your head and trying to analyze everything that creeps over into the rest of our life And so it can be as silly, you know, we were talking before we even hit record. It's like, there's certain things in life that you just can't, can't do that way, right? But if you're taught to be analytical, and you've got to, you know, go through all these steps in order to make a decision, you know, literally some of us, you know, and probably some of you that are listening, and I've even found myself doing things as silly as this is... Well, do I really love that person? Let me think about it. Let me, let me, you know, do a, a, a pros and cons column. Let me, you know, kind of analyze whether or not, and and think my way to whether or not I love this person. It's like that's not the way love works.
1: Yeah, but and I can envision you picture you with the flowers. Do I love her? Do I love her not? <laughs> pulling, pulling, the off, right? pulling the petals
0: off, right? The petals, yeah. Well, that's kind of what it is, in in some ways, right? I mean, when you we laugh about that, but that you know, she loves me, she loves me not. I did that as a kid. I don't know if you did, but I mean, we we saw that on some show or something, and and I I I did that, right? But that's that's not the way it works. And there's a lot of things, just like love that are these intangible things that you can't really think your way through. You get lost in your thoughts right, or you you give up opportunities, you don't go down paths where your gut's telling you to do this because there's that disconnection between our head, our heart, and our gut, and those are three areas that are important to me that we're well I'm sure we'll talk a lot about. But the fact is, you know, most of us in these analytical type professions, we've cut our head off from the rest of our body, from our heart, from our gut, from our soul, from our whatever other terms you want to use. And by doing that, we've significantly limited uh, what we can have in life. And and also by doing that, it usually means we're stuck in a lot of lower vibration emotions like fear and anxiety and depression and despair and, and pity and other things like that as well. Yeah, so, I
1: don't think it's any coincidence that I, I think the highest rates of things like depression and mental, you know, mental illness and things like that, alcoholism, you know, for when it comes to like professions and things it's to use like lawyers and accountants and doctors people who are in our heads all day long um and just like with like you said with the kind of risk management attorneys are the exact same way like we're 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 trained to find risk to find problems and to, to problem solve which is great and it helps our clients I mean that's what they hire us for but like you said we take that out of their, out of the the work that we do when we take it home with us. And so now we're sitting there at home thinking about the problems that might be out there. Like, well, how am I going to solve this problem if this comes up and if this comes up? And, and is it, it's no wonder that we're, you know, sitting there dipping back to Jack Daniels or whatever, because we just, that's <laughs> the way we can deal with with all these uncertainties and, you know, and stuff like that.
0: Well, and it also, you know, when you when you do that, it's always... You know and i'm sure we'll talk more too about past present future right is that when we're sitting there in scenario planning and worrying it's usually about the future but mm-hmm. it's a future that we don't know whether will exist or not and so a lot of times when we're when we're in the future we're worrying about the future we're trying to predict what's going to happen we're trying to you know create you know, continuity and and resiliency plans for things that might never happen, we end up in the future spending all of our time in the future. And we really give up so much of what is great about the present or where we need to be in the presence. And I think that's why, you know, that term mindfulness and being in the present moment, Mm -hmm. a lot of people are starting to talk more about that. And especially for, for people like us, who have been professionally trained we don't live in the present right i mean as right. as a as an auditor as a risk manager i was either living in the past a year or two late you know ago mm-hmm. or looking in the future and not spending as much time in, in the current i mean so yeah here, here's an accountant joke for you right is it's like how do you how do you know whether an accountant is an auditor or a tax person
1: I don't know oh. if I could <laughs>
0: and this was the old days where we we would write checks. it's like well tax people you know put two years ago in their on their checks and auditors one year ago right because tax people are always like two years two years ago doing people's taxes so so you know right now we're in twenty twenty three they're still working on people's taxes from twenty one or maybe starting twenty two auditors are always a year behind because they're always auditing you know last year's financial statements and so just as a profession like you said they're always in the past as a risk manager as as a as well as a lawyer it would be the same way right Mm -hmm. if you're if you're worried about litigation risk or other stuff you're you're in the future one two five years of what could happen if you're dealing with a particular case or litigation hell that could be 10 years ago (laughs) Right. I mean, depending on yeah. when, when some of those actions actually happen.
1: Right. Yeah, no, ex- exactly. And that's it went, so we went to a restaurant my family did last week and we my kid, my daughter got the kid's meal and in the kid's meal. There's a little bag um, and it has little games or whatever like that on it. And it had a little this one particularly stood out to me because it had a little fill in the blank and it was the past is blank um the future is blank and today is a blank i think it was and so the words are supposed to be filled in there was um yesterday is or the past is history uh the present i I don't even know what the present was maybe not you know it was not here yet or something like that but the idea of today is a present it's a gift Mm -hmm. and that's A way that i like to look at things um you know because like you said the past it's already happened it's no longer here the future we may not be here the next minute like all of a sudden we may drop dead right here in this podcast and (laughs) exactly see there was jason so it was was knowing you guys uh we're out of here um but really the only thing you have is the present And so many people don't appreciate, don't enjoy what's going around with them right now. Like they don't enjoy time with their kids because they're always worried about what's going to happen down the road or they don't spend time uh, for themselves, relaxing, resting, taking vacations because they're always worried about, well, what if a client tries to call me and I'm on the beach and I can't answer it? What's going to happen? You know, or, you know, what if something big comes up? The court needs to talk to me and, I, and they can't get a hold of me. And all this work's going to be built up in the future when I get back and all these other things rather than just say, you know what, screw it all. I'm going to enjoy what I'm doing right now. Um, I'm going to enjoy going and watching my daughter play soccer. Or I'm going to sit here and I'm going to enjoy a nice cup of tea and just sit here and relax and just kind of be with myself and And that's something that I think, as professionals, we don't i mean we're not definitely not trained for we're trained to look at the present and the past um and and then it carries over to the rest of our lives and and no wonder why we're we're all miserable and wanting to you know drink ourselves into oblivion like you know
0: well and i and I think it's you know so as as we're talking right I mean I'll try to summarize a little bit too, so i think I think one thing that we talked about is you know trying to trying to help people with our discussions here to get a more in the present moment right get out of the past get out of the future you spend all day at work in in those areas try to be more present right because again it's it's i mean I, i've seen this in my in myself and with a lot of people that i work with as well people in professions usually a big part of our identity is our profession okay. And so we spend a huge amount of time um, on our professions, and while we're doing that we're usually neglecting the real people in our life right that's why there's high mm-hmm. rates of divorce. Um, you know I don't I didn't have as maybe as good of a relationship with my children when they were growing up as I probably should have right and lucky for you your daughter's much younger so you're you're going to do a better job at that than I did because I was still at that point hiding in my career and not spending time with my kids and with my first wife you know as a result of it um, and I'm sure a lot of people that are listening it's the same thing you know like you said we're 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 used professionals are driven right we want to mm-hmm. we want to move forward in our career if that client needs to talk to us we want to be available for them And and so, but sometimes in doing that we end up sacrificing other things right Mm -hmm. so so hopefully we can help help you also start thinking and, and not have as many regrets. In life as well right, because again a lot of the executives that I work with they're midlife they might be going through a midlife crisis well if they had done things different 10 or 15 years ago they wouldn't be experiencing that midlife crisis.
1: Yeah, definitely, um, and I totally had something very clever and poignant to say right there, <laughs> and it went out the window <sighs> two seconds ago. So um, we're just gonna run with it. Um, I mean, I mean, maybe I'll comment on the nice lion that you have back there behind you. Um, okay.
0: Well, we'll probably get into that as to why I have a lion back there at some point yeah. too. As, well, as we we'll,
1: we'll, well, we'll tease a little bit here that um, so my wife really likes lions and oh. her favorite color is green and uh the flower behind you behind the lion she actually has one just like that so
0: there we go yeah, yeah. that 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 i'm trying to point if you're watching the video if you're on if you're on audio you can't see it if, if you're I'm on audio point. you're just going to be screwed yeah but it's it's it's, like... it's actually it's a it's a malachite uh carving mm. of a lion so Uh um and yeah there's there's reasons why I have that maybe in in a future episode when people are listening I'll share um why I have that because the lion and the malachite and the plant behind it in fact most everything that you can see on camera in my office there's a reason why it's there um we'll we'll probably talk about some of that stuff too because I I think Mm -hmm. you know again one of the other things that we've we've made a little bit of a reference to but I'll try to be a little bit more direct on it, too, is, is, you know, sometimes as we're talking in at least the way that I do it, when I talk about certain things or when I share certain stories, there's multiple levels at which I'm talking. So I might be talking about ice cream and vanilla and chocolate and strawberry ice cream, and I'm telling you a story or some analogy about that and I'm talking about ice cream but I'm not talking about ice cream so for those of you that are listening (laughs) right you're going to find that a lot of the things that we say have multiple levels of meaning and so when you listen to something one time it might mean one thing to you when you listen later it might have another meaning for you as well right and one of the things that we talked about at the beginning is for those of us in a lot of these analytical type of professions, we kind of lock out our intuition, or we we stop listening to those spidey senses, or I, I'm trying to remember the word that you used too, which was... Uh, yeah, gut
1: feeling, gut instinct, feeling. Uh, instincts. The, the instincts. That's, that's a really good way
0: to... Yeah. That when those things come up, we think, oh no, that can't be. And so we... We spend all of our time in our five sensory or 3D world. And we're, we're going to use some different words that you may or may not be familiar with as well um, as we're going through them. We'll try to kind of define what those means, but just come along and you'll start figuring out why, why we use certain words that we do as well. Some of, some of the times we're going to use words that uh, people can relate to right? Or things that you've maybe heard so that you can start to kind of understand the basis behind the concept. So like when we say instinct, gut feeling, spidey senses, right? Things like that. Most of you probably get an idea of what we're talking about, right? And and other people might call them different things and we might call them different things as we go forward here too. But just so you're starting to come along with this. And so the idea is too is You know we've especially seen in the last few years that people are waking up and this has been happening in for a long time there's been if you go back i love history and psychology and and when you're a student of history you notice that there are certain patterns that repeat and one of those patterns that we have seen and and we're just taking if we just take just the united states There have been several different religious revivals in the United States history certain points in time when all of a sudden religion becomes a big deal. Everybody kind of jumps on the bandwagon a lot more people start going to church new churches are created things like that right and that's happened many, many times. But what we're seeing, especially the last five or 10 years, and especially the last, you know, year or two is it's not necessarily a religious revival but it's a spiritual awakening Is what some people are kind of referring to it as that we're waking up and realizing there's more to life than just making money gaining power getting the next title you know uh being strapped to your your desk or your career or your job there's much more to life than just that three-dimensional experience that is around us and so we're going to talk more about some of that stuff too because you know like 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 brad said a lot of us that are taught to be practical and logical and everything else we get told that you're crazy and you're full of shit if you listen to your intuition but that's not the case right i mean as humans we've spent millions of years evolving and we have literally survived <laughs> because of our intuition and like i said we're, we'll get more into that but we want you to realize too is that if you realize there's more to life than just those things that's one of the things we're going to be talking about and the fact is you're not crazy and you're not alone right because you got two two guys here and I and I want to kind of address that too because a lot of times when you're out there you will see a lot of women talking about these things because women just in their nature are more feeling and you know mother's intuition there's a reason that we call it that right right women tend to be more intuitive than men are but um but it's also men right and so that was one of the reasons too why i think there's not a lot of voices out there of men talking about some of these things so we wanted to to share some of that because again men have a different perspective but it's it's for everybody right so it's 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 for anybody who is like that who want who is has questions is dabbling wants to go deeper wants to to realize that there's, there's other people that are out there. Right. And I know Brad, that was one of the reasons that you reached out to me. Right. Right.
1: Uh, yeah. Cause I, I, I see a lot of, I like said a lot of there were there women that are starting to talk more about this and that's great and that's awesome. Um, and they are professionals, they're lawyers, they are um, people that are in these logical professions and things. And that's awesome. But um, you know, it's not just for, it's not just for women. Um, and we want it to, you know, and this is not a podcast for men by any stretch, like, you know, this is for, for anyone really. Um, but we do want it to realize that it is okay. If you're a man and you're a logical analytical type profession, like law or accounting or medicine or, you know, insurance or, or science or what, you know, engineering, all these kind of things, it's okay to um, not only be thinking about these things, but, um, you know, to maybe start believing or start kind of following some nudges in these directions, but to talk about it. Um, you know, this is not something you need to kind of hide uh, back in the corner, you know, don't let anybody see, um, you know, because they'll think you're crazy. Well, you know, we're, we're all a little bit crazy in the end. I can tell my, my daughter um, we, we, we joke with her that she says, you know, that's so weird. Um, and we we try to destigmatize that word for her by saying weird just means different. That's all it is. There's nothing bad about it. Everyone's weird in their own separate in their special ways. Like it's all it's all good. Um, and same thing with this. Like everyone in their own separate ways. You know, it, it's fine. There's nothing to be kind of hidden, um, ashamed about, or anything like that. You know, and so and that that's. You know hopefully that's something that we can get out through this podcast through us discussing it on here, and maybe some guests we bring in talking about their experiences as well um and make it feel more comfortable for you to to have these thoughts to have these these feelings to have these conversations so
0: well, and <clears throat> I think that's a great point too, because you know another word that I love is unique is that. You know, we're all and again, like we like we said, right. I mean, there's there's a certain way that most professions expect you to dress and talk and think, but we're all unique individuals. Right. And so it's important for us to find out what works for us. Right. And so that's why, you know, we're going to talk about lots of different things. Some things work better for me. I'm sure some things work better for Brad. Some other things might work better for for other people. But we're going to try to, you know, start at least bringing into your awareness some of these different modalities and other other options that are out there that you can go and play with, because especially when when you start talking about some of the metaphysical or the spiritual or the multisensory kinds of things there's a lot of people with really loud voices that are kind of telling you like, well, if you're not experiencing it this way, then you're just doing it wrong. I'm here to tell you there's no right or wrong way of doing anything. And Mm -hmm. so again, if you're one of those people that thinks, well, geez, I must not be doing it right because I'm not having the same experience as somebody else, throw that out. Throw that out. It doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. And as I've gone down this path myself, right, I used to think that way. I used to feel that way. Like there was something wrong with Jason. But there's nothing wrong with me because I found other people who experience and process things the same way I do. It just happens to be different than what a lot of other people are talking about.
1: Yeah, and, and it goes back to that comparison that I know I see a lot in the law between lawyers, and I'm sure it's in other professions as well, um, wanting to compare it to what other people are doing, and uh, they've seen the same things as I am, and I'm I'm just being an outlier, and you know when it comes to you know the clients they bring in, the money they get, or or just kind of you know the way they do anything, like we we kind of especially especially in the law, which is based on precedents, um, we like to do. Th- be able to rely on the way things have been done in the past, um, and one of the wor- one of the things that I hate the phrase I hate the most, is people saying you know because it's the way we, it's always been done, like that is just just kind of like the ch- nails on chalk for me, um, when people use that as an excuse for why they do something. And so, um, you know, hopefully, one of the themes that we can kind of go talk about throughout this is the idea that this is kind of an individual thing for you that there's no right, there's no wrong way to do it. It's just kind of what feels right for you. Um, you know, one of my, um, you know, I, I do yoga and one of and one of the people that I do yoga um, named Adrian. one of her things is, you know, do what feels good. You know, you don't need to do all, twist yourself into pretzels and everything else just because that's what these experienced yoga instructors do. You know, if you can't do the pretzel, that's great. You know, just do what feels good to you at the time, whether that's, you know, like this or, you know, all the way around, you know, whatever it might be. Um, and so hopefully that's one of the goals, I think, that at least I have for this is that you'll feel more comfortable just kind of doing what feels right for you um, and not worrying about what others think or what they say.
0: Yeah, because again, imagine, <clears throat> I'll give you two examples, right? Is imagine, you know, when you look at artists, let's say, right? I mean, a lot of artists are trained, right they go to art school they have they have a teacher or a mentor who teaches them how to paint let's just pick painting right and there's certain techniques for how you paint and what you paint and 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 a lot of times as you're learning that you know you have to do things like landscapes you know and and kind of those table scenes you know you see a lot of paintings with fruit and and houses and other things like that, right? Because that's that's what you're taught to do. And there's, you know, again, there's kind of whole whole things behind that of, you know, how you're supposed to make it look and how it's supposed to be realistic looking and all this kind of stuff, right?
1: It's but, emulating,
0: I mean, it's copying what it's, people it's, have done. It's, co- well, yeah. or, or copying. That's, that's the way it's been taught. It's the way it's been taught and it's copying what's there in reality. So imagine, you know, you have the whole impressionist group like Monet who went against that right because they chose to do it their way instead of the way that they were taught picasso right same kind of thing right i mean imagine if picasso sat there and said no you know i I can't i can't do it any other way because i was taught to do it this way he wouldn't have been true to who he was we wouldn't have some of the brilliant things that we have dolly another one right it's like i mean surrealism and a lot of the people who were in that movement they they were trained but they chose to create in a way that was unique for them right and so again that's for all of us right we we learn but we we get to choose to create in the way that we want to another another example is music right that again, you know, classically trained musicians are taught, you know, certain ways that you have to do things and certain chords that you have to use and the different things like that. And a lot of times, <clears throat> you know, people who are classically trained, they limit themselves, right? Because they limit themselves to only the analytical or what they're taught. And it might surprise you to know that most of the greatest musicians that you respect were never classically trained or they were classically trained, but they chose to break the rules. Right. So even like, you know, Brian Wilson from, from the beach boys, when he came forward and came up with a lot of the songs on, on pet sounds, that was a groundbreaking uh album in fact little music trivia you guys will get this kind of stuff from me all the time pet sounds was actually one of the inspirations for the beatles Sgt. pepper album most people don't realize that but if brian wilson and, and when he went into the studio with some of the studio musicians and he was explaining to them what he wanted them to do or the sound he wanted them to create a lot of them were like brian you can't do that that's the that's just not how music theory works he's like I know I know I know but just do it right and that was the inspiration you know for Sergeant Pepper which probably everybody knows about right a lot more famous but it was and it was you know the Beatles getting inspiration from the Beach Boys the Beach Boys getting inspiration from the Beatles the Rolling Stones getting inspiration from from the Beatles and other people but then each each one of them not copying what, uh, what everybody else had done, but making it their own, making it their own, right? And we all can do that. But so many of us that are taught and are in these professions, we get put in a box and we stay in the box, right? What would it look like if we could get outside of the box, right? Would you feel more aligned? Would you feel happier? Would you no longer feel like a fraud, right? Wouldn't that be great? So, again, hopefully that's what we're helping to kind of, sh- you know, shake up things and let everybody realize it's okay to be you and do things the way that you need to do it as well.
1: Well, hopefully we haven't scared everyone away who's listening to this first episode. Um, are talking of going from, from music to Picasso to uh, Malachite Lions. And I mean, as you see, the, this is going to jump from here to there and everywhere else. So um, if you if, uh, hopefully you're willing to jump to uh, join for the ride, buckle up. Cause uh, I think it's going to be a fun one. Uh-
0: <laughs> well, it <laughs> is. And I think, yeah. I think we've kind of laid, laid a little bit of the ground, the ground floor, if you will. And like you said, I mean, and again, it's this, this may not be for everybody, right. And that's fine. You know, there's, there's plenty of podcasts and other things that are out there, but you know, for those of you that we haven't scared off so far, like brad said buckle up because it's going to be a ride we're going to be all over the place we're going to be talking about lots of different things but with a lot of the underlying themes and the reasons for why why we're, we're we're talking about it and again as we get going we'll get more direct we'll get more uh you know to the point on on certain things as well um so anyway
1: but this is an introduction so welcome everyone welcome welcome
0: welcome to our show <laughs> yeah whatever we're going to call it but you'll find you'll find that by the time that this this rolls you'll probably already know um but yeah anything else today brad before we wrap up this episode
1: that that's all i got at this point like i said i don't want to scare people off too too much away yet um but uh again this is i uh, look really looking forward to this i think it's going to be a lot of fun and i think Um, it has a possibility to help a lot of people um, who maybe just don't quite feel what's going on is what works best for them. So definitely looking forward to this and work with you, Jason. And um, if, uh, you know, I know you're doing a lot of the things, but if somebody says, you know what, that Jason guy, kind of want to listen to a little bit more about him and his crazy antics around music and all those things how can they find out more about you
0: well so i it's i'm easy to find <clears throat> i've got my personal website is Jasonmefford.com. Um uh, but i've got i'm all i'm not as much on social i'm on social media but i'm not i am youtube you know uh podcasts i've got a jamming with jason podcast and i've got a fire and earth podcast so i've got two other podcasts besides this one. one uh, oh very pretty- good
1: you should definitely subscribe if you have not already Well, thank you.
0: I I know there's at least one other one listener in the world and Brad, but, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm out there. Um, easy to find. If you forget, you can just Google my name and you're going to find me. Awesome. And how about, how about you, Brad? I mean, for people that want to reach out to you or.
1: Um, well, if you have legal problems, take them to somebody else. Um, (laughs) just, um, just kidding. So, um, My uh, probably for most people listening, the most relevant to you is going to be kind of the work that I do with lawyers, helping them. Um, And that site is newmodernlawyer.com. I think that seems kind of an appropriate name for, for what we're looking to do and really ties into this stuff as well. Um, And um, outside of, uh, like I said, social media for me, it's probably LinkedIn um, is where I, where I post things and, you can read my Lance and, and things like that if you're on there. So which is I think just Bradley Miller uh on LinkedIn. So
0: perfect, perfect. And um yes. So that's it for today's show. If you liked it, listen to the next one, subscribe, and uh, you know, let us know. It's always uh, you know, when whenever you do things like this, if you haven't been a creator in in our situation. Um, If you like what you're hearing, please reach out to us Um, because we don't, we don't get to see the look on your face as you're listening to this. So uh, any feedback that you have for us, if there's questions you have from the episodes or suggestions you have for future shows, make sure and reach out to Brad or myself and let us know. Cause like I said, we're, we're doing this as a labor of love, right? We all, we both have our day jobs that we're doing other stuff, but we just really felt called to start some discussions that I think people want to have or want to listen to, but that at least we're not seeing that people are talking about it, so we hope we hope we hope you'll come along with us in this journey.